Welcome to Talkin' Star Wars. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. Join your hosts, Robin Vogt and Scott Inch, as they explore all aspects. I see your point, sir. I suggest a new strategy, Let the Wookiee win. From a galaxy far, far away. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I've been waiting for you all be long. We meet again at last. It's Talking Star Wars Episode 4 here on YouTube Live, and you guys are also listening over on iTunes, so thank you for tuning in. Sitting across from me is Mr. Scott Inch over in the UK. Scott, how's everything going? Uh, not bad, not bad. On our nice, damp Sunday. <laughs> One of the things I think we have to talk about this week, Scott, you know, we really didn't get much in terms of Star Wars news itself. We had such a big release a couple weeks ago, or actually a week ago. We were discussing on our last episode that possibly maybe we'll see a teaser. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It doesn't look like that's coming mm-hmm. our way. However, we got some awesome, awesome Star Wars content this past week in the form of comic books. And if you guys have noticed, uh, one of the themes for this week's episode is this little comic right here. It's the first issue of Marvel's Star Wars Darth Maul issue one. And Scott, I'm going to have you lead us off. What did you really enjoy about this comic? And are Raftar's relevant now in the Star Wars universe after they were kind of skewered in in Force Awakens? Uh, there is a comic, eh? when you look at Watch Force Awakens, it's very, um, they were very CGI. You can Tell me they were very CGI, even though there have to be maybe CGI. It was nice to actually see them on the planet instead of on hand ship in Force Awakens. I love this comic. I absolutely love this comic. Uh, it was nice to. It was nice for another story to take place before Episode One that we know about. I just love the fact that Maul's so desperate. He's desperate, but he's on the leash of uh, Palpatine or Sidious. So he's just desperate wanting to attack the Jedi, but he's like, you're going against my timeline. Don't be patient. So he even says it in the comic itself, that the Sith operate in the shadows. I loved it. Loved it, loved it. Yeah, there was a lot of great stuff in this comic book. There were a lot of things that I also did not expect at the same time. I think coming off of a Rebels break right now and seeing how Maul has progressed over time here, this is the Maul that we've been waiting for. And I think it's so awesome that Star Wars has decided to now go back and finally tell this story. Of course, in Son of Dathomir, we got some backstory to Maul in some places, but they're exploring Maul in a very different way, and I don't know if it's because now we've seen him play out in the animated universe, and maybe we are reintroduced to him in this new form, but also just to have him in a comic book once again. There were certain elements of Maul that we were introduced to in episode one, but didn't go deep into, and now to have a comic where we're exploring those themes. I love that scene-by-scene breakdown where he's saying the anger, the frustration, the hatred that the Raftar exposes itself to, and connecting the Raftar to himself and having to defeat it to be able to portray what he wants to accomplish. Well, we've only got, I had a look to see how long this comic is going to be. It's only going to be a four or five issue arc, so whether we get enough story time to get there. Um, I think we will see more of Maul doing what he wants. Like, he kind of looked great did in his, his comic. He did stuff that the Emperor didn't know about. So I think we'll see that in this comic where Maul will go and do his own mission. But like even at the end of this comic, he found out about a Jedi Padawan and the Trade Federation guy was like, oh, information we can pass out to Palpatine. And he killed him before he could do it. So he's on his own mission. So Palpatine doesn't know what he's doing. And I think that's fantastic. It's another one of those wee hints of he's going to do his own side mission. Palpatine, again, doesn't know. It just harks back to Vader. So something that's patterned with Vader is very good and transferred over 
this is a limited release comic we're only gonna get four to five issues of this thing and it's like i would love just like 10 or 15 comics just on maul and the things that he's doing outside of it but maybe they have some plans for him maybe but i'm just so curious to see whether maul's story is dragged out or is explained in a different way after this five comic release maybe we're going to see it in another form a novel of some sort i think we'll probably get there's still that hidden history between son of daphimir and Twilight of the Apprentice so we've got a gap there that we could probably get filled in so I think there's going to be something in between that area we still don't know what's going to happen I think he's going to get killed off at the end of the season of Rebels storyline can only go so far he's after Kenobi it's only so far he can go and because after he's not even heard of after um, A New Hope or anything else after that so I don't think we'll, we'll get we won't get anything after Rebels of Maul but I think we'll get more stories in between episodes with Sir Daphne and Trial of the Apprentice whether it's a book comic who knows even a movie I would love to see a movie but you'd have to get the same actor that played him in episode one which I don't think might work might not who knows but I think it'll be either a book or a comic and I, I prefer to have it as a book because you can get more detail in a book and you can also do a trilogy in a book as well it's so important to connect each piece of yeah. canon content to something to make this universe appear as a whole the entire time of course I'm sitting right in front of this comic right here and I'm looking at the line where it says my master has his secrets so too I have mine mm. this Padawan a student of everything I have come to loathe awaits liberation surely it will not be long before the jedi stage a rescue operation of their own but they will be too late a padawan of some sort hmm now i know i've been talking with sean and some of the others about who this possible padawan could be scott what are you thinking is this somebody new is this somebody we know i think this is somebody new i had i had a soak in my mind but i don't think it's her Uh, that'd be too too obvious could it be someone we, we know possibly but I'd rather go for a new character someone we haven't met before someone who's who's seen well but got killed before she even got a chance to tell the Jedi about so I, I would preferably go with that a new character somebody new we can sink our teeth into somebody who might sway to the dark side who might not that's interesting you know we actually when we went to the comic store to pick up this issue i was like dude we're not leaving this store until we read the comic and we start discussing this thing and we sat there in my volkswagen and we were reading it together we were like look at this scene let's break this thing down as we go and we were both sitting there and we were hypothesizing is it canon no it wouldn't make sense because there's too much of a imbalance in terms of the timelines and everything could it be ahsoka yeah but she's going to be a little bit younger at this point it'd be it'd be kind of hard to possibly a bear Sophia or another character that has been involved we see play out in attack of the clones maybe but it Again, I think you're on a great point here, Scott, that this is probably going to be a new Padawan learner that maybe does turn to the dark side that hides in the shadows the entire time. You know, yeah, there is the rule of two. Like Asajj Ventress, if she was hiding in the depths of whatever was happening within the Sith at that time and whatever was happening in terms of the Force at that time. So could this be possibly somebody else hiding within the Force and within the dark side? Yeah. Yeah, and I would love to see how how all that plays out as well. But they got... Spoiler for the end of the comment, they did get killed. So the, the leader of that, so whether the Trade Federation come and arrive and find out, and then the Trade Federation somehow has some interaction with Maul, you know, so we, we know, and it was in this comic, even in episode one, but we know that Palpatine was working with the Trade Federation in this comic. And I kind of funny way, they were doing their illegal stuff throughout the comic that the Senate didn't know about. So it was quite interesting 
we saw that as well as like it wasn't just separate tips of one it was actually they've actually been doing it for a while so that was a nice wee bit of backstory there but yeah I, whether the JFA should come into this even more it's a way to see but I hope so it just make it a nice more dynamic in the story I'm starting to read into Maul a little bit in the same way where like you said Scott this Padawan could be somebody new that we haven't been introduced to but it could be also one of Palpatine's little tricks that he wants to play a test for Maul in a way yeah this yeah. is a Padawan learner but it's also somebody who's also been working in the shadows with me to prepare some of the agents of the dark that I have been raising kind of like what we see yeah. with Vader he goes through these trials full Sith Lord that he is now whether this is one of Palpatine's little skills Schemes, of course. I don't know, but I think there could be some truth in that somewhere. Palpatine is just, he just lurks <laughs> in the shadows and he just throws everything from the book out at these guys. Yeah. And I just kind of feel bad for them at times. It's like, when am, when am I going to be done testing? It's like a really bad SAT test. Yeah. You know, when is this just going to end? Probably will never end for him. Uh, I mean, this is, I would love to see more of Palpatine. I'd love to see more of that story of Palpatine. Uh, I know we have Darth Plagueis, and that's, that's no longer canon or it's part of Legends, right? But I'd love to see a bit more. I know Maul was in that book a wee bit because that's uh, obviously uh, Plagueis. That's what I was thinking of. Plagueis. Yeah. Plagueis, yeah. yeah. So he was in that book as well. And Palpatine was kind of probably doing his own kind of shadowy. But I want to see more Palpatine. And I'd love to see what role he is playing in this comic as well. Other than just like testing all. He's got to come in and go, now you're ready. And I, I'm hoping this comic will be right at episode one as well. You know, maybe we end with Sidious and Maul on Coruscant when they're saying we will expose ourselves to the Jedi. Once again, the Sith will be present within the Force. That would be a great ending scene to this comic just to kind of, like you said, Scott, tie it in and everything. I'm going to set the percentage at 45%, Scott. 45% over under that we see an interaction between Maul and Palpatine, of course, but that Palpatine mentions Darth Plagueis like he did to Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. What do you think the chances are over under 45% that we hear mention of Plagueis possibly? Under by 20%. Just laying it right there. Under, yeah, 20%. That's it. Under, under 45%. So 20%. I would probably say we make a mention of Plagueis because it's more of a Maul storyline as a Palpatine storyline because I think that would probably show up in either a brand new canon book about Plagueis or Palpatine comic. And he might mention, yeah, that's what I think that's what you'll see oh. here, players. But I don't think you'll see it in Mo. I don't think you'll read it in Mo, actually. Wow, I didn't even think about there being a chance of even a Palpatine comic at some point. That's that's an interesting concept. Yeah, I would probably say 95% if you're talking about a Palpatine comic that Plagueis yeah. has mentioned in that. I mean, that that would that's a no-brainer. I'm, I'm under 45% as well, but I'm sitting right at 40% because the story arc goes, it's a Maul comic. Yeah. I understand that. And that totally makes sense because this is Maul's story. It's what we wanted. He's known for referencing certain things and he's known for trying to connect past Sith Lords and whatever else to the message that he wants to convey at the same time. Maybe it's an interaction between him and Maul that says, you're never going to be as strong as Darth Plagueis if you don't do this. You're never going to be as strong as me if you don't do this. Maybe that conversation happens. That's why I'm putting it 40%. Because would I personally like to even just see the words Darth and Plagueis in a comic? <sighs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, it would be a no-brainer at that point. Yeah. I think it's definitely under 45%, but I think we have to keep it within 
the realm of possibility of happening. As it, it's like that with the Star Wars universe anyway. We have to keep everything in the realm of possibility. So, Scott, I think the next couple comics I really want to dig into here, because this is really our canon content show, of course, with not yeah. much Star Wars news, all of you tuning in. There's just so much going on this past week with the comics and everything that I think is so so worth discussing and everything. So there's uh, Star Wars issue 27 and 28. Now, I think we have to start with 27 because there's just yeah. so much that Yoda did outside of the cinematic universe and even Clone Wars and everything that is just so fascinating, Scott. Yeah, um, I love the I love the this Yoda. It kind of takes you back to Star Wars, the Clone Wars, the Lost season, where we saw Yoda on his own journey. Three or four episodes, I can't remember if it was three or four episodes, um, where he went to find out how to live beyond death. After, uh, as you saw when he became a force ghost in episode six or something, but yeah, it was quite nice that he went to this planet. He he feel it far away because he had first art bit of the art we had Obi Wan and Qui Gon, so we kind of got an old. Okay, it was nice to see Qui Gon back in the comic. It was kind just back in canon, really. But it was like he could sense something, and Qui Gon and Obi Wan were to go with him. But he was like, no, no, this is something I must do with myself. He goes and he goes into a planet just full of children and the children are very hostile towards them and they start throwing rocks and knocking them out and then tying them up and then we end with <laughs> which I'm quite surprised Yoda will let them do that but he's Yoda's like someone who thinks he doesn't go wheeling into a situation fighting he'd rather talk about it he'd rather like use the force use he's always learning and this is what these stories about he's continually learning about what's out there about the force and how issue 28 ends is the big blue creature inside that mountain i'm quite curious mm. what that is yeah the ending to I'm, I'm speechless first of all because there's just so much going on i mean i don't want to be like palpatine and say it has been foreseen but there seems to be a trend here yeah again away from the jedi but looking at the force as a whole which i think is so important for this universe because we've had so much exposure to jedi we see it even in rebels which of course we talked about a little bit last time you know there are the jedi and there are the sith but like what the bandu says in rebels i'm the one in the middle there are others that are in the middle they don't categorize themselves as sith or jedi they are just force wielders or people who maybe don't even know that the force is that magical power as han solo says that surrounds and binds them together in some ways it's really cool to see that being explored now definitely definitely i mean uh, you just hit it in the head right there it's just as you said to yourself we're so used to jedi we're so used to sith even with uh, kyle ren and the knights of ren there's something in the middle they're not full sith so there's something else but this creature is something new something fresh i don't think he's like bendu from rebels i think he's something a bit different i don't know uh, over or under 45 percent that he's this creature is more dark side or light side people live right now are like well, is robin gonna be okay is he gonna have a heart attack with that percentage <laughs> please don't um, have a heart attack <laughs> no um <laughs> No, I, I think if you're going to set it a light side or a dark side, I'm starting to wonder if this creature that we are exposed to in issue 28, at this time, if we're talking about whether the, I mean, obviously at this time, the force is out of balance at this time. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I thought about actually, it had a Lord of the Rings feel to it. When Yoda mm-hmm. sees the creature and everything, I'm kind of like, huh, I wonder if that's like a little bit of a nod at a certain scene from Lord of the Rings. I, I don't know. 60% that it's really leaning towards the dark side more than the light, Scott. Uh, I don't know. I've, I'm going to go 46% of this very light. Ooh. And 47% that it's dark. Because... 
this is something that this is Yoda learning. What he's learning in this issue in this arc, we don't know. We'll find out in episode in issue. I keep seeing episodes for this as well now. <laughs> it's not. But <laughs> issue twenty nine is we'll find out more about this creature. And I don't want it to be dark, I'd like it to be light, but we've got Bendu who's more in that light area. So it'd be nice to, for Yoda to go up to Sun Dark so that he, this is him kind of getting a wee bit more ready for what's coming in episodes one, episode two. So he's prepared because he said himself he wasn't prepared really for what was coming in episodes two and the, the prequels really. He never, the, the Jedi were quite late in dealing with what was coming in the prequels. So maybe this is you to try and be training for this, to be prepared for what's coming in the prequels. Issue 28, heading into issue 29, is going to explore the Force as a whole, not yeah. neither dark nor light. The other thing about issue 28 is we got more of Obi-Wan as well. And Obi-Wan contacted by one of the guys, I've just got it on my iPad right now, and they know about Obi-Wan, they know he's a Jedi. But who's the guy that he knew about him? That's my question. I want to know about, more about this as well. And I wonder if Yoda art will tie into Obi-Wan arc of these certain pages. It's kind of funny. We're both sitting here and we're probably looking at the same comic at the same time here. Yeah, that scene on, it looks like to be Moss Eisley's spaceport yeah. through there. Yeah, I mean, the man with the symbol on his face and he's able to recognize that and everything, where that ties back into. I have a funny feeling that all three of these stories will be into one story and that creature will be the main focus of Luke actually finding them. Scott, you cracked the code. You cracked the code. <laughs> now <laughs> they're all going to merge onto each other yeah. just like the Star Wars universe does. It all merges into <laughs> each other, which is beautiful. It's just, it's how the universe should be when it comes to canon content. Everything, like we said before, yeah. like you said, everything has to come together and create that one binding canon force itself. So yeah, this is, I think it's definitely going to all bind together. It ties the universe together. Who knows? I might be wrong. I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it will all tie itself together. I just love seeing Yoda again. Anyone who's got Yoda, like Rebels, the comics, even just appearing in the one of the only canon novels really in the prequel era, which is the Dark Disciple book, Yoda appearing in that. Anything more Yoda I want to see. I would get a good bit more. I don't think you'll find out which species he is. You won't find anything like that. But I just want I don't want a Yoda I don't want a Yoda standalone prequel story about where he came from or that. I don't want that. Yoda's about mystery and I just want more and more. If you're listening on iTunes, prepare, because here it comes. It's starting to make a lot of sense like that Luke Anakin interaction. Anakin says at the end of Turn of the Jedi, he's like, You're right. But I'd like to see Anakin explain that to Luke and to have Ray present for that as well, because Korean lore, right? there playing out in front of her yeah two of the most powerful jedi ever to exist in the star wars universe and ray would have a front row seat to that it's like almost seeing bruce springsteen perform live in some ways <laughs> you get a front row seat to a great concert with two great performers on stage i know that's a little bit of a weird tie-in just the anakin luke interaction in episode eight would be so fascinating and to see hayden christensen and mark hamill talk to each other on screen would be kind of cool in that form yeah definitely um it would be quite nice i think ray would be kind of a bit shocked to see a force ghost, she might freak out a wee bit. I don't know, don't I? So, I mean, we kind of got freaked out when we saw force ghost for the first time, whenever we saw Star Wars for the first time. It's like, he's dead. How did he come back? <laughs> and it's <laughs> but sci fi, you know, anything can happen. Well, well, we see force ghosts. 
maybe yeah I think so definitely I think we will we will get to see these powerful Jedi and as you said I think when you're saying how Luke Anakin said to Luke like you were right about me tell your sister you were right I think he was talking about how there was still good in him left so I don't think we need that is, that's explained much but I think it will get explained more there's be something else different in uh, episode 8 but I think Anakin will help Luke train Rey yeah. because he Anakin won't want to fall like we have Ray fall to the dark side like he did and be manipulated. He won't, and this was brought up as well on uh, YouTube as well about how will Anakin help Kyle Ren not become that full Sith Lord or will Anakin stay, not show up in episode 9 because we haven't got Kyle Fisher who would have been in episode 9 and Han's dead in episode 7. Maybe it could end up being like the Brady Bunch of Force Ghosts. I don't know. That'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the father, you have the mother, you have the... I don't know. Obviously, Padme's not connected to the Force. I could just hear the song playing right now. Here's the story. <laughs> there you go, ABC. There's your television show. <laughs> It'd be nice to see... It'd just be nice to see that, like that whole family interaction. I don't think that deciding about what happened because of Anakin, but I would just love to see that. I'd love to see Luke and Leia interact with Anakin Forskos and seeing if he can help. I mean, he can, Obi-Wan did say to Luke that he couldn't interfere when he was dealing with Darth Vader. But he, what he did was he had to do it on his own. He spoke to Luke, but I think um, Anakin could kind of do the same kind of approach to Kylo Ren. But it'd be nice to have that interaction with Luke and Leia to see if he, how, they could, how he could pass on his wisdom to them to try and save Kylo Ren or Ben. So. And as Kathleen Kennedy said, I mentioned this on the past episode, and Scott, you had mentioned to it, Kathleen Kennedy came right out and said, this is the Skywalker saga. Luke, Leia... And then finally, Anakin play into this if it's going to be a family style thing. Yeah, it totally makes sense that for the Skywalker saga and to end this story heading into episode nine, if we're going to continue into 10, 11, and 12 later on down the road, if you want to end it, I think you do have to put Anakin in there somewhere just to tie the knot on the Skywalker family and everything. And I think, again, like you said, you said it beautifully, Ben Solo, of course, is a Skywalker in many, many ways. He has Skywalker blood in him just to see that arc as well it'll be very curious to see and i think that there's a lot of progression when it comes to including all these all the skywalkers all together finishing up into episode nine scott where can the good people find you find me on facebook at scott inch or at twitter (laughs) i need to think about that uh, at scott inch 85 (laughs) and maybe a wee show that brian and i are trying to develop and just for a a 25 minute episode of some toys that um I'm quite a fan of and Brian's kind of was hesitant about doing but we've got something coming up but we don't want to spoil it too much. Always cool to talk Star Wars with him. I'm Robin Vogt from the Brick City Blockade Star Wars podcast. New episode coming out very, very soon. So make sure to check that out. Make sure to check out Talking Star Wars on iTunes. Everything's over there. You can listen to it. You can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets. Send me that friend request over on Facebook and make sure to like the official Brick City Blockade page over on Facebook. So thank you guys for tuning in. You as well, and uh, I look forward to next time. May the Force be with you guys. Always.